Hello and welcome to Med Talks, conversations by medical students for medical students. So for the avid listener, this may sound strange while I'm starting this podcast. Then Debbie and I Crazy. decided we we decided we'd switch it up for the last last episode of the year. Exactly, and um, t- today we're going to speak about um, well this year, to be honest. And we're going to look back yeah. a bit, experiences about COVID, about lockdown. Um, and everything in between and how it affected our year, what we've learned, and I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, and what we'll be taking forward for sure. I think for every single person, this year has kind of been like something out of a storybook. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. It's been like a box of chocolates. And it <laughs> you never know <laughs> what you're going to get. And it definitely wasn't a chocolate that came out the box. But no, it was pretty awful, but whatever. Life, life does throw curveballs every now and again, and yeah. Can't change how you act, but rather how you, or can't change how life acts, but rather how you react. So, dropping us with that wisdom. Um, okay, so I think this is, yeah, the 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 questions that we're going to go through. It's kind of it's it's yeah, it's reflective stuff. It's support. It's important stuff. But, um, Joey, what would you say you've learned besides medicine this year? What have you learned about yourself this year? Well, firstly, to start off, I think I've learned a lot more about things non-medicine related than medicine this year. Unfortunately. Um, it's not been a very medicine-esque or related year almost. Yeah, um, for the listeners who don't know, our practi- we were supposed to start with SIC, which is a practical component that we finish our studies with. And that was cancelled. So a third, um, our whole SIC is going to be have to be caught up in our final year and everything was moved online like most people. So. Yeah. So we have so much to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> um, but some things that I've learned this year is that um, time spent with family is always valuable and yeah. should be cherished. Um, exercise helps keeps you, keep you sane when mm-hmm. you're stuck in one between four walls. <laughs> um, and that there's not enough series you can watch. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've I've also learned to to be kind to myself this year. That's something that I've really tried to to implement um, this year. So emotionally, that's what I, I I set out almost with not a New Year's resolution, but a theme to my year of kindness. Because setting a resolution, I actually watched a a cool New Year's resolution video mm-hmm. right on New Year's Eve, or before, of course, that the the festivities yeah. started. And um, this video spoke about setting a theme. Um, not a resolution for your year. Mm. Whereas a resolution is you need to determine X in Y time. A theme is with every decision, how about I take this theme and try apply it? Sure. So, so it's actually more powerful. Exactly. It's like taking a directional change instead of trying to get straight to the target by when I exercise here, there, there, I need to lose I this much it. weight by then. But rather making a health theme. I dig it. You know, eating healthily where you can, making the decision, deciding to exercise here instead of chilling and all of that. So, yeah. And it's in those little moments, it's in those, like, I find for me, my year has been quite a blur, like looking back on it um, because of the fact that we've been home basically since March. And it's those little um, decisions that you make that define your life at the end of the day. So, I back it, I back it. But. Yeah. Um, what have you learned, actually? Yes. What yes. have I learned this year? Besides medicine, besides trauma, anesthesiology, <laughs> you know, pharmacology, we've done I all mean, of that. To say if I learned anything from there would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I must admit, yeah, um, it was a hard year, definitely mental health wise. Um, but also, I think 
I learned to definitely be kind to myself and to um, celebrate the small victories. I think that was mm. something that really kept me going. I was devastated when we were told that SIC was cancelled because I'm a very busy person. I have to be doing like lots of things. I can't just be sitting in you know one place and seeing the same people all the time. So I really struggled with that. Um, so yeah, it was really just about setting these little goals every day for myself and just achieving those basically that's kind of what it was all about um and I really tried to branch out and grow myself in different aspects and different directions which I'm grateful for and I'm grateful for the time that I had I'm grateful for the time that I had with my family um personally it was uh yeah it was a pretty great experience but it was still difficult it was very unnatural mm. Definitely, with the lack of social contact. Yeah, I'm not, not being seeing a, my friends. Mm, mm, it, I mean, it got a bit too much at a stage, almost of like yeah. it was. It was fun initially, or there was there was lots of ups and downs, you know. I think, um, I think when we had clarity finally, because we spent like three months up and down, we didn't know mm, what was happening. Yeah, and I think that was um, very uneasy we couldn't you know you didn't know what to plan for that's true um and i think that was a very anxious time for me and then when they finally made the call that no we're basically canceling your year um it was a relief but it was also really sad it was a sad relief i know what you yeah mean. and it was, it was just like giving kind of getting closure but the closure is that you know someone has died yeah, it's like that yeah, type of news literally and i think it just uh, when you're in when you're at the stage that we're at where now we've been studying for five years, I don't know about you, but I'm tired, <laughs> you know. I'm really tired of studying. It's and really great being a student, but it's also, also shit. Sh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. You know, I mean, all of our friends from school have jobs and they're, like, very independent and they're doing their thing. And don't get me wrong, I'm definitely so grateful for the fact that I get to be a doctor or I'm going to be a doctor, but it's also... I'm definitely tired and i think also to know that next year is going to be one hell of a year mm. um i think it's a bit daunting and it's overwhelming and not something that we're really trying to think about right now but regardless i know we'll be fine at the end of the day it's true and i'm also i'm definitely ready to earn a salary yeah. i think an incentive to work at the end of the day makes everything easier yeah i'm sure it um, does but you spoke about the uneasiness that you were feeling and i think a lot of people this year felt that uneasiness with what's going to happen mm. next, what what is going to happen with my job, my degree, yes. my studies, my, you know, my parents' job or yeah. my friend's job, and if you're going to lose this. So I think this year has taught a lot of people to take it one day at a time. Yeah. You know, I think we were so out of control, and I think for many of us that have, like, very severe anxiety about being in control, that must have been, like, a huge hit, mm. yeah. For, for so many people so I completely relate and I understand and I think it was such a personal growth year for me mm. and I'm sure it must be like that for many people because I really think it put us out of our comfort zones oh definitely yeah it, looking back it's um it's definitely been one of the most fun years of my life I'm so happy to hear. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I mean, all, no. the, all the free time you never afforded that as a normal exactly. student no and for sure and I think with you also having the opportunity to, um, I think you stayed in your commune most of the year. Mm, mm. So it's like you still, you're around your mates. So that's like a nice refreshing um, opportunity to get. It's like living with friends, like 
being on holiday with friends. Exactly. It's, it's once I'd saturated myself at home and my family was tired of me yeah. and I was tired of them. I was like, okay, okay guys, bye. it's been great, but I'm off. Yeah. I'll come visit every now and again. Don't worry. I'll sanitize, make sure yeah. I'm not having we'll any symptoms. We'll be good. We'll be good. No, so I think um, I'm, that's like, that's, that's a brilliant thing to hear. And it actually makes me so happy when people are like, oh, that was actually, I had a good time because I'm mm. so almost sick of hearing sad stories. I know that mm. sounds maybe just a bit... No, but we thing. need positive in our yeah, life as well. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of sadness. There's a lot so of... So I'm more than happy to celebrate your happiness with you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a major challenge all of us faced this year was also the fear of spreading COVID or Ooh, especially yes. like, you know, like for example, me when I was at my commune and then I would go home and my parents would say... And then I'd be like, well, is that a good idea? Is this responsible, Joey? And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I need food. <laughs> but my money is running kind of low. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I must admit, it was so difficult. I had a few COVID scares myself. And it was very difficult to, I live at home, so to self-isolate in my home was a Virtually mess. It impossible. was horrible. It was really horrible. So I'm very happy that I was negative. Um, all the times that I've tested so far. What was the longest time you did isolate at home? Yo, I think like a week. And it was so hard. A whole week? A whole week. And um, So how did you get your food? Did you use the kitchen? I used, I used the kitchen, but I had to... No one could be in the kitchen. I had to wear gloves and a mask. And I had to clean. I had a certain... Like I had my own cutlery and I had my own space. And no one was allowed to go into that. And everything I touched, like I literally walked around with like alcohol basically and had to sanitize everything so mm. it was just really tiring to remember like oh i touched this i have to clean this and i did that so that was very very hard um mm -hmm. and i think it was also just difficult to be alone you know just like a complete yeah, week mentally, yeah, to myself like i couldn't see anyone i couldn't really i could speak to my you know family through the window <laughs> But that's not the that, same yeah i yeah. mean they're gonna have to come to your window first of all exactly. and then it's kind of like they're probably awkwardly standing there yeah so it's not it's a not a it's not organic a great, conversation yeah, it's not a great situation how are you feeling david <laughs> no i think i'm okay i'm a bit sick <laughs> my throat is sore maybe i have COVID. i think that's a one other thing that i really also my brain ran with me true yeah um i think we really you kind of <laughs> once you come into you know, contact with a COVID positive person or you find out that you've been in contact with them, then you start imagining all these symptoms. And I mean, as medical students, we're already all hypochondriacs. Literally. We're so it's just like, boom, we were in contact. I've got it. Yeah. I'm psychosomatic I, symptom onset. The first time I tested, I actually, I had a fever and I was, um, like my fever was like 385 and I was coughing. And so when I went to go, when they screened my temperature, I was like, that's it. I have it. I'm like, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's done. And um, thankfully, our university, I think they handled it quite well. And I felt, I mean, I had so many of the, of the doctors from the different departments, like, messaging me and making sure I was fine. And I really appreciated that. But when I told them I had a fever, they were like, that's it for you. <laughs> it's, it's done. <laughs> You're over. Mm. Um, and that's another thing. The COVID stigma. Like yeah, I was actually just thinking about that when you yeah. said that once you're done, like you've had it. Yeah. Um, the stigma is real, people. The stigma is real. It, and you don't want to be the ones to like give it to someone, hey, because mm. they're going <laughs> to resent you for it. But I must admit, yeah, I've had very close, um, very, very close calls. And every time it was like a wake-up call for me. And I think maybe I didn't 
respond because I was like, oh, I keep getting away with this. But mm. I mean, now it's kind of just become a part of life. And it's just something that I've just kind of had to come to accept that mm. if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if I have already had it and I just was asymptomatic. I mean, I'm hoping. Mm, the super spreader, eh? <laughs> yeah. Who would <laughs> <Yeah>. have known? <laughs> well, we'll, time will tell. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a... And I mean, waiting for your test also—that's a nerve-wracking experience, oh, especially definitely. in the height of it. I mean, when at mm. first we were busy with, I think, family medicine, and we had—I got into contact with like a couple of, I think, positive patients, and that was just, yeah, everyone went into a bit of a frenzy because it was like we were the first people in our class testing and we were the first people like coming up with positives. So I think that was like a big wake up call that like, oh, it's like, it's hit home. There, it's was, a ho- there was a whole almost like, um, not uproar about it, but the, the stigma at that time was like, you've got like, did you hear this person tested yes. positive? It was like insane, mind blown, like, whoa, this is reaching us. It's yeah. hitting so much closer to home. Yeah, it's not just like, a, you know, a mm. friend's friend's friend. Or cases are rising, and you're like, well, it's fine. Yeah. I haven't really heard of it. No, like, now it's, probably, it's like right on my doorstep. And everyone probably like, yeah, it's probably in our informal settlements. You know, it won't re. It's like, which is actually very ignorant thinking at the end of the day. Extremely and, ignorant, and then it happens to you. Mm, but and then, like this, COVID has has, has taught us some lessons at least. Yeah, it's caused the pandemic. True, but like <laughs> at the end of the day. It's it's taught some valuable life. Maybe lessons. we all. Maybe I don't know. Like whoever your god is was looking down on us and be like, mm, these people really need to deal with their issues. <laughs> 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 I hope that's not the case. But um, yeah, quickly speaking about. Um, let me speak about being a bit irresponsible during lockdown. We oh once yes, had please a do share. had had a braai at our commune, which we invited uh, one extra person, <laughs> and this extra person. Ended up telling us the next day that his father had tested positive for COVID. Oh, wow. And um, now we were obviously in close contact with, with um, this person. And um, the next day I had also gone home. Oh, and damn. now we hear this news and I'm like, what did I touch? <laughs> I strapped my gloves on, put my mask on. I'm like, mom, dad, don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> have to clean spray bottle cloth uh, alcohol throughout the house i think that house has not been as spotless <laughs> well, since I'm, then. I'm sure your parents are always grateful <laughs> <laughs> but no that ended up luckily being negative um oh thank goodness uh, unlike another test i had oh yes yes please do share um so i am covid immune or whichever strain i COVID did have survivor covid survivor i did have the corona Dang um you. So how this happened is in the past, I think about it was about a month ago, um, a few of the guys in the commune were a bit tired of just being locked in, or not yeah. locked in, but, but being boxed in and all the... Just seeing your faces every mm. day, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the bars had opened again and pretty much, and um, if that's not a, almost a cesspool of infection, yeah. um, smoking hubblies and sharing hubblies or yeah. like places like Aunt Class and... Oof the strip and um, sounds like a lot of fun bit of a lawless place um anyway yeah. and uh, uh so a friend of mine um ended up getting sick and we just thought you know he's he's been going out a lot he's probably just been a bit immunocompromised because of lack of sleep and lots of yeah. alcohol um we didn't think too much about it um went on holiday um 
down to the ocean, um, just uh, us commune, mm-hmm. uh, commune boys, so we weren't seeing anyone. Yeah, Joey out. had some wonderful holidays. <laughs> <laughs> when life gives you lemons, <laughs> make some lemonade. <laughs> Travel down to the ocean, make some lemonade. Yeah. Um, but in any case, uh, and we didn't think too much about it. Um, and looking back, it was all the classic symptoms. He was coughing, um, he had a fever, oh, wow. uh, sore throat, dry you'd, sinus. And you'd think as like a whole bunch of medical students, you'd be like, it's the corona. Yeah, and it, it literally, and it was just, it kind of got to a point where we're so saturated with corona or with COVID, the C word, that you kind of like, you don't want to think about it. Yeah, like, just I've, put it out your mind. I've been sick many times since COVID, been yeah. tested, and they all come back negative. So you yeah. later just come to a point like, you know what, he's probably just sick. Um, and then... We we get back to Pretoria, whatever, and I see my girlfriend, and two, three days later, she's sick. She's got fever. Oh, she's coughing. I'm thinking like, you know Where what? Where were you, girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was thinking like, just as I also got back to Pretoria, I, I had a fever one night, wasn't feeling too great. I'm like, you know what? Why have I? Why have we not considered COVID? We joked about it once, Temba and I, mm-hmm. or my close friend Temba, and we're like, "Yeah, no, it's probably the corona." And ever since then, it's come like planted a seed in my mind of like, like of oh doubt. Damn. Oh damn! Like, you know what? It probably is. Now my girlfriend had to do her preceptorship, which means mm-hmm. she had to go shadow at a GP for a few days, and I told her it would probably be best if you get tested because just now we've all had it, and now we've given it to you, or I've given it to you. And you go to a GP practice and you just as a like positive patient. Exactly. And um, so she ended up getting going to get tested. And she was obviously very nervous, didn't want to miss her preceptorship. The next day, um, she sees her results out, but she's too scared oh, to see the shame. results. She's like, please just there tell me go, what Joey. it is. I open, I look, and I see that positive word. I'm oh. like, finally a positive. I was supposed to be upset, so sad. Like I was low-key like, you know what? That means I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> She's got Thanks. it. But then the next thing was dealing with the consequences of it, oh, of yeah. telling people we'd have been in contact with um, inadvertently. It's and almost as daunting as having it. Literally, contact tracing in a way like, listen, guys, I've had corona. We've all had corona, basically, in the commune because it all moved through us. We were all sick. We just thought that we were a bit hungover, to be honest. We just a thought rough week. It was literally a long, <laughs> rough week. We And we we tried to stay active there. We we went jogging and everything. And a few times, like, we just struggled more than we should have. And we just thought uh, we, we attributed it to the, you know, yeah. um, to the, the times, partying yeah. and, and all the time. And looking back, it all made so much sense. Like, wow. There we were, <laughs> <laughs> sick with sick with COVID. Group of medical students that didn't even know it. But it wouldn't have been a pandemic, I mean, if you didn't get it. So I'm yeah. happy I got it, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, I only spread, spread it as far as I know to my girlfriend, didn't go home or anything. So At also least. glad. It and what were your symptoms like? Um, well, I'm guessing not that bad if you could go for a jog. Yeah, surprisingly not that bad. Uh, initially, it starts with just a bit of malaise and a feeling of unwellness and uneasiness. Okay. Like you're just not feeling 100% like you're suboptimally functioning. Um, ended up having quite a bit of fever one night. Woke up and I was like wet with sweat. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and I was sleeping with a sheet. I mean, it wasn't. I had my fan yeah. on. Then I had, I never had any cold fever, only a warm fever. Um, and then my sinuses dried up. It was not like I had a runny nose. It was just like... They were dry and they were burning. Oh, wow. And then my smell went and like I had to, I could still smell, but like, let's say like a, uh, a mint leaf, I had to like crush it, put it sure. up to my nose 
and sniff like I'm sniffing something, you know, through like a straw or something. Oh, my word. Um, and then I could only smell my taste. I don't know if it was also diminished, but I guess it would be diminished if yeah. my smell was also that diminished. Um, and then afterwards, just very much fatigued. Um, there was a long time I just wanted to like, I just wasn't, even if I tried to train or if I tried to study, I would just fall asleep. Yeah. I would just be like, oh. Can't do this. Mm. Um, and then for a while afterwards, they say, oh, the studies have shown that you're immunosuppressed as well. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I was trying to just be in this, which has been this recent period. Like, I've got eczema. So, my eczema flared up. Oh, um, I've also got asthma. So, I've technically got the comorbidity that you should be worried about. <laughs> and you were just like, chilled. I'll go for a jog. I, I've been, yeah, <laughs> I've been jogging once since um, knowing I've been COVID positive, which was yesterday morning. And how did that go? Um I I see what they mean about post-COVID fibrosis. 100% my lung function feels a bit um, impaired. But it's not like it. I feel like with a few more jogs, I'm also just unfit. Um, Also taking that cortisone pump. I mean, that thing just anti-inflammatory all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. So, yeah, but that, that was my COVID experience. Sure. So at least, I mean, it's, it's a blessing that it wasn't as tragic as it obviously has been for Mm. many people. But I think it's like that's the thing most of my mates as well, thank goodness, have had it really easy, pretty much the same, just tired with like no sense of smell. So if it comes my way, I'm hoping for that too. Um, So what would you say are some of the positives that came out of lockdown for you amidst the great holidays? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, literally off the bat, it would be all the off time. Yeah. Um, and just time to yourself, time to almost recuperate. You don't realize what a rat race you're in till life stops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I'm you sure kind you of can just attribute that to slow down and just, you know, take a breath for a second and be like, wow, okay. I mean, those first three months that we started with the year was, I found it quite hectic. And then mm. I just remember we were doing, I think it was psychiatry at the time. Mm. And we I remember just, we had to do those patient presentations. Yeah. And I wasn't finished seeing my patient. I promised him I'd. But um, bring him a pack of cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> he was what a nice student. <laughs> he was the we're nicest so, patient. We're so good to our patients, don't you see? He's a psych patient, not a respiratory <laughs> patient. <laughs> don't worry, guys. No, um, yeah, and I just and for rem- you. Hmm? I just remember we were sitting in the um, there's a big auditorium at Vescopies, and my one friend came in, and her sister studying medicine at Wits, and she was like, "No, they've cancelled all their classes." And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you serious? Like, why are they canceling classes? This is insane. And I, it didn't hit me how bad this actually was. Like, mm. I'd, I, I did not anticipate what this would be, you know, looking back. It was back, surreal at that yes, time. Yes, eh? and um, literally the next day we also got messages to say, don't come in, um, you know. And it was just like, as I said, constantly for three months, we just had no idea what was happening. And they were just like, we're not going back. We might go back. We're never going to go back. Mm. We don't know. So, um, and I must say, once again, our university did quite well. The fact that they were able to take everything online in the space of like a month. That's true. That was incredible. deserves quite a lot of credit. Yeah. I must admit, I was really, really impressed with that. And, you know, um, that actually worked for me, um, online classes, to be honest with you, because mm. I could... If I didn't, sometimes when you... Is it as a result of you not attending a lot of classes? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. No, but I just like the fact that um, 
Sometimes when you're in a lecture, like lecturers can move really fast. And then if you miss a concept, you're like lost for the rest of the time. Oh, so, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. That's literally every single class I go to. Yeah. I'm like, but wait, go back to slide three. Literally. This is where I lost you, bro. So <laughs> for me, what I really liked is that I could just pause the, um, you know. Um, slideshow or I could, whatever. Yeah, I could pause the slideshow. I could go back, literally just take like five seconds to be like, okay, what did he say here? Or like, what did mm. they say here? Or like five minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could move on. And I just found that for me was fantastic. Like I really, really enjoyed that. Also, I could do things in my own time, my own pace, when I wanted That's to do very them. True. So you really pl plan your day yes, nicely. It really worked very, very like practically. It worked so well for me, and I really would recommend it. The only thing I think that obviously I lacked was social interaction, and I think that's a mm. very big part of our day. But all the time that I saved from, you know, I mean, I travel travel, travel time at the end of the time. day. Hey? I probably I didn't realize spend, that. Yeah, I probably spend about like maybe two hours on the road a day because you know you'll drive honestly eh? we'll like drive to get our mates or meet with our mates then we go to the hospital then from well, the your hospital colleagues yeah my colleagues um <laughs> from the hospital to class from class home so it was um yeah it just it was very quick, effective quick and it was side notes on that it's not in the brochures, eh? It's not in the brochures that you're going to have to travel to California. Yeah, they don't tell Tembisa. you these things. They don't put it on the front page of medicine. Okay, look, you're going to be a doctor, but also... <laughs> so you have an die. hour trip to Tembisa every morning. Good luck. How much... <laughs> Who's paying for your petrol? Literally, and, and speaking about that, like being on the road, I don't know about you, but if I'm the driver there, I feel exhausted once I get to the hospital. Yes. It's kind of like it's affecting, in a way it affects your mental health. I mean, with taxis yeah, on the road. A hundred percent. And it's not like we drive in the greatest areas either, to mm -mm. be honest with you. So I always feel like very liable when I'm driving and I just take that much extra caution, especially if I'm driving with passengers. Um, yeah, and you're responsible you're for respons everyone in your car. Exactly. Then, so I think for me, I completely agree with you. And especially when you have like an hour drive to Tembisa, you know, and it's, once again, not a great area. So, yeah, I mean, I must admit, like, I was a lot more productive. And I think I'm mm. relieved going into next year know that I've, knowing that I used a lot of my time quite wisely. Mm, productively. Yeah. Um, and I really think that the university, honestly, they should really consider going online because I just think it was that much more effective because then you're not losing your students. So if there's anything they don't understand, they can immediately mm. go back and sort it out. 100% or even like still have when this pandemic hopefully reaches yeah, somewhere we where we can all be yeah, immune and be have the vaccine. We can go back to contact classes, but I don't think they should stop uploading every single lecture yes, uh, with, with, yeah, um, with the um, um, what do you call narration because at the end of the day, you're going through it on your own time. If you get lost in class, you're done for. Yeah. Um, and also considering it's a class, almost 300 students. To stay in one auditorium, that you cannot stay focused, or I cannot. I'm asking no, for myself I can't here. Either I really have so much respect for like the students that religiously attend class, but honestly, my um, concentration span isn't great. Like when I get tired, which happens mm -hmm. very frequently, then I'm lost. Then but I'm I mean, out of it. Then I'm done. After rotation to go to class, Oscar spending a morning in hospital. Yeah. Like even if you didn't do much. You got to be up early. You've got that awkward gap between when class starts and when rotation ends. Yeah. Um, so it just it it does um, it actually you have to use your energy very wisely. And I found, especially in fourth year when we were doing that, um, I had to be so 
cynical about where I spend my energy. I had to really like contemplate very heavily and make. Is very, this worth it? You know. Yeah, it's like okay, so what am I going to do with like these five minutes that I have right now? And I had to really mentally like prepare myself for everything that I was going into because I, just one change of plan can hit you, you know, can sweep you completely off. So I had to be very um, self-disciplined with regards to that. So yeah, I have a lot of respect for people that are able to do it that way, but I just found it like very difficult for myself. I can't do it. Definitely. Yeah. I'd have to be on like a 54 milligram concerta or something yeah. to sit through that class. Yeah. But then I wouldn't sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> these are the, you know, the ups and downs. <laughs> the pros and cons. I, you I feel like up. they should put that in the brochure as well. Hey, I, yeah. I feel like we need to design the real medicine <laughs> like, brochure. <laughs> this is how it really yeah, goes. But then, and then probably we'd only get half the doctors we do in our country days and die in need of more. So probably. I guess Let's keep up the medicine is fabulous, <laughs> glamorous. Great, guys, really. The money, I hope, is worth it in the end. <laughs> Debbie, did you pick up any hobbies during a lockdown? I actually, or? I did. Mm -hmm. I really went like balls to the wall when it came to this. I started learning French. I got a tutor. Ah, um, omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good at it, but. <laughs> it means cheese omelette. Next is laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> great <No. laughs> now whoever knows um no so that was really fun to use a different part of my brain completely um and yeah, the linguistic side eh? yeah. actually something we read a lot but we don't use a lot of language, language. we really mm. don't and i must admit I miss that as well i've also seen like just my writing my spelling has gone down it's almost embarrassing also oh. because of the fact that you know with texting and you have predictive text so yeah you get lazy hey you get so brain lazy. gets so lazy yeah, no, that's another <laughs> conversation for another day. No, so that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then um, my family really, we just like all immersed ourselves in the arts. So we really, um, it's something that it's something that we picked up a while ago, but like this year we really had the time to like manifest it. So that was also just a great way to relax. What type of art? Um, so I work a lot with like oils, like um, I do quite a few oil paintings and I'm really into pastels, like using oil pastels as well at the moment. So it was just like just trying to use a whole different bunch of mediums and throwing them together. Um, so, yeah, that was very inspiring. And I've also learned a lot of my about myself through that. It's just nice to, as I said, have the time to expand who I am. Definitely. Because um, I... As Being I creative is something, unfortunately, that we don't ha get to yeah. do often. And I didn't want to... I don't know. I just don't want to be like this one faceted human being. It's no, just definitely. like, I'm just a medical student. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then I also read a lot. Um, I can't even remember last time I read as many books as I have. So that was also Actually, great. Actually, me too. Yeah. yeah. And a good year for reading. Yeah. So those are the kind of things that I did to keep myself occupied. At one stage, I was like really into fitness I was very devoted to that. <laughs> got very I, lazy. I saw a get meme back on there. of like lockdown has been so long that I got out of shape, into <laughs> shape, shape and, and back out of shape. <laughs> that is basically me. <laughs> I think everyone went through the fitness phase. You Literally. had to. You had to at some stage. Otherwise, I mean, because I, at the end of the day, I like to feel tired at the end of the day. Like I've accomplished things. I know exactly what you mean. You know, so when you get into bed, you're not lying there. Like, oh, like, oh, what did I I've do? spent the whole day in front of the TV. <laughs> You know, so I, it was really, and I mean, because we were just at home and I was working from home, I was like, I need to do something that's going to make me like physically tired. So I would like push myself and then I would sleep like a saint. So it was great. Um, but yeah, I should probably get back into that. And um, I'm trying to think there's, yeah, there was a lot of things I got into gardening a bit. Mm. It was never really 
I think, but it's actually so much fun. Therapeutic as well. Pulling out weeds and keeping it clean. (laughs) Tending your own garden at the end of the day is a very... The other morning I made breakfast um, and the cherry tomatoes actually picked from the plant that was and growing. And how good does that feel? Living off the land, Literally. How, it, it's how? not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> <laughs> Hard, honest work. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I was able to keep a plant alive, so that was really cool. <laughs> Green finger, Debbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you need advice, guys, please just uh, come to me. Um and also, of course, got into the cooking thing, you mm, know, bake the thing, banana eh? braids. <laughs> <laughs> How many loaves? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Um, typical cliche. So yeah, it was a good way to keep myself occupied. And yourself, any hobbies? Pretty much exactly what you've said, except yeah. creatively, I didn't do that much. But I think, uh, I don't know, my, my, my creativity is, is in some We're other not all thing. born with it. You were not all born with it, definitely you not. can't all be great as me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, didn't do any drawing or anything, but also I just read a lot. I watched a lot of series. I saw oh a lot of series. Word. Watched I a lot of YouTube. Found the weirdest series, man. Like <laughs> any genre, <laughs> I got you covered. So, um, but yeah, I think you you've answered it pretty well. I also got into cooking. I baked a delicious bread one. I left the banana out there. Oh, okay. Um, not for everyone. I started off the dinner and I ended up baking through the night and stuff. Oh, wow! Because it had to proof and everything. And I was so excited about my bread. I was watching this You're thing. Like I gotta grow. gotta do this. Yeah, I back it. Can really recommend baking a bread to anyone going through a tough time. <laughs> like eating it afterwards as well with butter. It's like <laughs> Joey's got your back, guys. <laughs> Mental health plus ten. <laughs> there we go. Um. So, how do you feel about not having gained any practical experience this year? Obviously, devastated. Um, I'm so nervous. I feel like I'm going to be terrible in the hospital next year. I'm going to be a liability. Um, but <laughs> you know sorry what? Sorry for the patients that get to see me. Um, I think we have so much time still. A whole year, we shouldn't underestimate how long a year is of practical yeah. experience. Plus being an intern. I mean, everyone always speaks about you have to be a doctor once you finish your sixth year. Uh, my brother is currently, he's just finished his community service year. And I remember him telling me when he finished his internship, you're not going to know a lot once you finish your degree. But that practical experience you gain with the knowledge and foundation you've laid in your studies, it all comes back together. But don't put too much pressure on yourself to be perfect with putting in a drip, putting, drawing this blood, doing arterial, because he said these things will come in time and with experience. And we will not have a shortage of that at the end of the day. I was just about to say, I think we're really going to be pushed very, very hard next year. I think... Mm. To be honest with you, out of all of the years that have gone before us, I honestly think we're going to have it the toughest next year. To have yeah. literally um, a year's a year and a half worth of work shoved into one year mm. is very it's forty-five in- weeks out of fifty-two. Yeah, which is if you think about it, we have December off, which yeah, is already to move, four weeks to find a house. So that's we get placed. So that's three weeks off through our whole term. We're used to long holidays with yeah. promotion and every. I don't know how the other universe. Uh, don't know how they did there. it, but, but we got tux, off in like October. Yeah. Tux is all about living your best holiday life from October. <laughs> yeah. They make you start early in January, but, but trust it's me. fine. It, it, you know. And so this is a whole new like we right, Debbie. We we have not even finished this year. We're finishing on Friday, Friday. and I mean starting on fourth of January, and I mean we've got a month off to prepare for possibly the toughest year of our lives up to this far. Yeah, and I was far. I was actually saying, I mean, my mom keeps on kind of checking in on me to like make sure that I'm doing okay because I think she knows that internally I'm 
freaking out about、mm. next year. And、um, yeah, she always just says, like, you know, just, it's just going to be one day at a time and somehow you're going to make it. Like, whether it's by、mm-hmm. someone having to, like, Will you buy, you know, the scruff of your shoulder through like you're going to get through? Well, yeah, exactly. We're going to cross the finish line next、yeah. year, but how are we going to get there? Am I going to be crawling? Am I, am I going to be, be jogging? jogging、like、am I going to be sprinting? I've got a feeling I'm going to be limping <laughs> somehow. <laughs> be on the floor. Yeah, with someone dragging me. But yeah, but we'll make it. We、um, will. And moms at the end of the day really give the best advice because I, I, I was speaking to my mom about it yesterday. I was just telling her, like, mom, I'm already so stressed. I've already got anxiety about next year. And, She told me exactly the same thing.、Yeah. Jay, take it one day at a time. You can only do as much as you can do in one day. Yeah, and just make, just make the most of it. And I think one thing that I'm very relieved about is that we seem to be very blessed with a very good rotation group.、Uh, Jay and I are in the same rotation group.、Um, so that's, that's kind of a relief to me because、mm-hmm. I think we've learned how to work with one another. We know each other and. Um, we definitely always help one another out. So I'm feeling like really. It's a very supportive group. It doesn't、yeah. feel like I'm doing medicine. It feels like me and my friends, friends are doing, doing medicine, medicine together. <laughs> We're all getting this degree together.、Yeah. <laughs> It was a group effort. Blackboard collaborate. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, so I think, I think that's something that,、um, it's definitely something to also look forward to. I mean, Joey, just think about it in one year. You're going to change from Mr. to Doctor. How incredible <laughs> is that? <laughs> I mean, that whether you're、true. prepared for it or not,、mm. like that's the truth, you know?、Um, and it is going to be tough. And it's basically like we have a full time job and full time studying without a salary. Without a salary. So these are the sacrifices we make. But at the end of the day,、um, I was actually speaking to Temba about this. And so he'll, good friends of mine, and、um, we discussed once you're done with a certain rotation, You can put a big tick next to that thing because you're never studying it、Anything. again, technically. So we start with surgery, Debbie and I. I mean, five weeks, boom,、Then、surgery done. done. Don't、and、have if, to worry about that anymore. And if we don't know what we're doing when we get to surgery and internship, we can Google. It's fine. <laughs> At the end of the day, most I'll ever do is assisting. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> If you can cut a stitch and hold open a, what do you call it? An abdomen, the, you could.、Yeah, literally. <laughs> Just work out those arms, girl. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and I also think that next year will go really quickly, like in a blur. It'll speed by. I mean, if you think about how fast this year has gone,、mm. um, I, think, I think there'll definitely be moments where it feels really slow, but there'll A lot of moments where it feels、mm. really the, the only、fast. month this year that was like that dragged along was、um, March when all this started.、Yes. It just felt like March went forever, and then I blinked and, and it's, it's December. December. It's 1st of December today. That's insane.、Yeah. Um, okay, so what advice would you give to yourself at the start of the year, knowing what you know now? Don't panic,、um, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Take it one day at a time, study hard for everything they do give you because I think. All the studying we did really this year is going to pay off next year. Yeah. And just where you can really cherish and live in the moment. The time you spend with your family in lockdown, enjoy every moment. The time you stayed in the commune with not a lot of work to study with your boys, remember、yeah. these moments because there'll never be another year like this where we get、yeah. all this off time unless we get until we retired. So, yeah. I think I would just tell myself, enjoy every moment and make the most of it. Yeah. And also watch out for people that show the classical signs of COVID and don't be <laughs> in a certain ensemble. Tell them to get a test. <laughs> But I, I, was, I was super paranoid at the start of.、Um, actually, Debbie, how would you say your opinion actually has changed 
from, from COVID. From the from start. The, yeah, you know. Um, I think I'm a lot. I'm a lot more chill now. I think mm. when it first came out, I was like, "Oh damn! Like the world is ending. It's over." Because I also live with um people that are more inclined to have uh, susceptible uh, to severe infection. Yeah. Um. So I think I wasn't worried for myself. I was more worried for them. And I think that's what made me extra, 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 extra cautious and also having like that pressure from them as well. Um, so the times that I felt that I was almost positive, I felt so guilty because I was like, mm. oh, I can't believe I'm doing this to the people that I love. Um, but now I think I'm a lot more calm about it. And I think I've kind of just accepted like whatever happens, happens. And there's nothing I can, I can't control it, but I also can't not live my life anymore. Exactly. Um, you can only control how you react to the situation. A hundred percent. And I mean, I can just keep myself as healthy as possible and I can, you know, like. And be disciplined, you know, sanitize where you can yes. and make sure you, the social distancing yes. implemented where possible. Yeah. So I think, um, Oh, but but I've not been, at the expense, you know, of not at the expense of someone I love, but not um, living your life, yeah, or not living my life. But I think, yeah, it's. I also wouldn't know how I feel about it until I get it. Mm. I think, you know, so of course, and everyone has an individual response to the infection yeah. and how they feel, who they infect, and that'll all shape how you look, you look back, back at, at it. it. And how would you look back at it, seeing as you, though you've had it? Um, that's an interesting. I think. I was much more scared of it till I got it. I feel like my whole year was just building up to, to when that. I got COVID. Because, I yeah. mean, you're just like, what if I get it initially? Especially when there was all that fear and panic. and There's so whole- much anxiety about it. Mm. And especially when you think you're positive and then you get a negative test. And it's almost like, as you said, you, you're relieved when you get a positive test because you're like, finally, it's happening. It's happening. Like, it's, it's happening, happening yeah. and I can deal with this now. But it's like that whole weight of anticipation. It's such wasted energy. Mm-hmm. And I think... Exactly. That's when I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, you I'm spoke done. about the allotment of energy earlier, and I agree yeah. with you completely. And stressing about a result that you can't influence is not energy wisely spent. Yeah, so I think I'm just, um, I think that was also a, a good lesson that I learned from this, is that I, if I can't control it, then I can't do anything about it, and that's okay. And I know that whatever comes my way, I have the faith in myself that I can manage it. I know that I'm strong enough to. I back that. Yeah. With mountains ahead of us, it just starts. Oh wait, the journey of a thousand steps starts with one. So. Oh, that was yeah. wow! That was beautiful. I just steal that. Put that uh, on my Instagram caption. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> People will think remember, I'm prophetic. I can't remember the author of that quote. <laughs> but no, yeah, with we've got a mountain in front of us still, and we've climbed a mountain this year. Yeah. Or so even if it was just a series of hills. Um, we've got a very big mountain ahead of us, but um, I. Th- think we are up for the challenge i back what you said debbie with yeah. strength inside you know yeah we'll be fine strength inside past papers and mates we'll be good <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be a hero there. yeah you know Doesn't it? Well, we'll after well. the rotation days we'll be good <laughs> all right but i think that wraps us up mm. for the year debbie it's been an insightful chat and uh, i've enjoyed doing this bit of introspection and reflection back yeah. on the year Definitely. And I hope you listeners can also just sit back and look back on your year, um, you know, kind of take in what has happened, what you've lived through and be proud of yourself for making mm. it to the point that you have. I think especially in the medic- medical setting, I know especially the guys at Tux, like if you got through your degree or if you got through the year and you are going to another year, well done. If you're not, it's really okay. It was really tough. So don't even stress There's about it. There's another year to get through it. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, that brings us to an end. And it's also been such a wonderful and such a privilege doing this podcast over this mm. year during this crazy time and seeing it, how it had to like evolve and shape shift. <laughs> that was also a whole another podcast on itself. Yeah, a whole, a whole new ball game. Um, but having said that, guys, we just want to wish you a really great festive season. Well done mm. on making it through. And we'll check you next year. Go climb that mountain, guys. This is Talk signing out. Bye.